we run this with your help. So uh, help us. Not asking for something you don't have, but I'm asking you, help us. I have a vision for Soka Koji, which has been developing uh, behind my back, so to speak, for years about how to do this. I'm not here to push something down or fluff something up, other than to say, help us, please, and thank you. Then go to the donate page when this is over with. Awareness education. How do you do that? How has it been done? How, how, how is education? Let's just start with education. How has that been done? How's that working for you guys? For some of us, it works great because we have the ability to memorize not only words, answers, uh, memorize formulas. Have a good example right here in this young monk. Earlier on, we, uh, uh, for the Order of Immediate Light, we wrote uh, three tenets, which took me six years to come up with because I learn very slow, very slow. He's got it all memorized. I don't even remember it, and I wrote it. Show off. <laughs> so some people just have that natural ability. They just... They, they come out of the womb and they show up and they're, they're fantastic right away. They're piano right away, uh, writing right away, singing, dancing. We've seen little tiny people on, on uh, you know, the moon's got talent come out and say, ah, they sound like uh, Barbara Streisand. Well, let's not go that way. Let's go to uh, uh, Anastas Mikoyan. Remember him? He wasn't a singer. I can't remember what you forgot. I know I'm quoting somebody else. But I can't remember who it was. <laughs> <clears throat> so education, we should really think about that rather than here's here's the here's the arithmetic and here's the geography and here's science and here's 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 <clears throat> lecture, teach, read books, and then everybody sits down and everybody uh, covers their eyes so you can't see your person right next to you. They're paid, uh, you can't get help from someone right next to you. No, stop that. And, tr and so what that does with some people, this is a, the appropriate way to educate, perhaps. But the, the thing that is a misunderstanding in education is testing. I'm not saying you shouldn't test. Uh, Unio reminded me when I was talking about this earlier, well, I wouldn't want somebody uh, doing brain surgery on me that had not passed any tests. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? So, of course, you're going to have to test. You're going to have to check and see if the information that a person needs to do any given function or, ta or task is uh, in order. You can't just guess it. Um, I mean... She show how much guesswork is involved in being a chemical engineer. You guess once in a while. It's okay to guess once in a while, right? Once you make a guess, test it extremely hard. Test the assumption. Test the... Yeah, I like that. <laughs> See, I'm learning right now. Yes, test it. So, and, and that's really true with any kind of education if it's something that it requires a standard result. But that isn't always the case. Standard results, if you go to standards... You're going to get just that. You're going to be you're going to be wrapped right up in samsara, cause and effect, right and wrong, up and down, success and failure, which is which works fine if you understand that that is the only that is only the foundation of being a living being. I would like to see more, not not all the way. You're going to need to do some some test, but it needs to be situational. You, you know, you can't. It's difficult. I know when I went to art school uh, more than half a century ago, the people who were there teaching art were didn't really want to be there. They wanted to be somewhere making art. They didn't want to be training somebody, someone to, to do something that um, is pretty much impossible to teach. You can kind of coax someone along and say, yeah, that's good, but you want them. This passage here is kind of nice, but something it's just not. It's, and so that kind of correction works a little bit, but if you want to be a painter, 
you need to spend a lot of time facing what? The wall? No, the canvas or the, the Strathmore. You need to actually look at that. And then in order to, not that you don't learn some techniques, of course, but to train the awareness, it seems to be necessary to have a completely radical approach to that. And there's no reason that can't start in, uh, in uh, what, kindergarten, that that kind of approach, if it's taught by people who understand the nature of thinking, commentary, analysis, and the nature of the space in which that occurs, and see that the space in which that occurs needs to appear first, even though there's no such thing as time. The apparent time sequence, the awareness needs to lead your life. If you're not leading your awareness with your life, you're, you might as well be uh, following or uh, being uh, um, led around by a, a, some kind of a nose chain because you're going with your out of your hope and fear. Very little risk there as long as you know exactly what's going to happen or you have the, uh, the feeling that you know exactly what's going to happen. So it could be possible that in some areas of early education, we could teach uh, awareness. I'm not talking about telling people to uh, five-year-olds to meditate. There's uh, lots of ways to do this, that where, where one where a child needs to lead with their awareness. And they decide. Pioneer, one of the pioneers of uh, something similar is the Montessori method, which was putting a lot of responsibility, or quite a bit, on children very early so they could feel some kind of uh, um, fundamental confidence in being alive. Also, the other great pioneer from the 1940s and 50s is A.S. Neal, his uh, book, Summerhill, which I just recommended to, uh, I think Chiazan is reading that book. And it's not, it's not a perfect situation. It misses a lot of things. Uh, and I'm not a scholar, so I'm not going to go back and rewrite it or comment on it at all, other than what I'm doing right here. I think it's a good read. It's interesting especially some of the uh, things, that, things that happened in his journey of trying to help young people uh, find their true life path without being confused by um, the society or the culture or the parents that want to control you and see you do a certain thing with your life. So I have a vision around that. I have a vision of uh, the core needs to be the meditation mind training. Not everybody has to be a monk. Not everyone even has to meditate necessarily, but it might be good to be in the company of those who are what, apparently in charge of people who have a lot of mind training. I'm sure you've noticed that you have to pass a lot of tests to uh, be a citizen of the United States or all, all the other things that you could say you have to pass, pass tests. You don't have to pass any test to run the whole damn country. Just get, uh, just be extremely good at uh, convincing others that it's in their interest to somehow using whatever means. It doesn't matter. You play on the on the ignorance and the fear. You play on the fear. Oh my God! What if what if this happens? What if that happens? Better vote for me. All that convincing stuff, and we can't over we can't overcome that. <clears throat> by voting them out, like it says. I mean, maybe, but that's just more of the same pushing and pulling and, and argumentation going on between factions that, that are, are anchored into a deep, deep, way beyond their consciousness, opinion, idea. Sometimes it's buried in sadness that appears as bravery. Sometimes it uh, is buried in fear that looks like courage. Nobody can stop me. I'll do whatever I want, that kind of thing. Bravado, boisterous activity that covers up intense horror of just being alive. You don't have to agree with anything I'm saying. Might be disrespectful to agree with me. I want you to see it. I want you to see it. I want every five-year-old to see it themselves as soon as possible. Been, we've been coming back into this realm since the beginning of time, showing up human being, showing up human being, showing up human being, showing up Afro-American, showing up Asian, showing up, showing up, showing up alien. I don't believe anything I say, but you might want to not 
ignore it. <laughs> so big vision, just to go back to that. Educate, how do you educate awareness? By not get not getting in the way of it with things that completely obstruct it, which are thought patterns, conclusions, whether right or wrong. Just because your conclusion is relatively correct doesn't mean that's something that should be activated. We relatively know that some, this person shot that person. So that doesn't mean we should shoot them. We might have to do something to stop them. It also doesn't mean that we immediately scramble every direction to see which reporter can come up with the first idea about what actually happened. You'll never know what actually happened. This, that's why this is awareness training, not educating for extremely valuable things like how to design a electric car or how to work with the, the extreme complications that are happening in the communications area these days. It's just can't keep, even the people who are highly educated in that area can't keep up. It goes so fast. And there's so much happening, especially in the Facebook and what's that other one? Twinkle. Everybody's trying to get the coolest, neatest, weirdest name. Dog shit. I'm sure that's one of them. Somebody's got that. Go out there and try to copyright that. So bringing it all back home. How are we going to train in awareness? I'm very biased here. How I, the way I talk about it and has been talked for centuries is sit down, hold still without being rigid, face something where nothing is happening and watch how the awareness works. And you'll notice, it might take a few years, but you'll notice it's, an odd, it's odd that you, awareness can think about awareness. What does that tell you? You're not thinking about awareness. You're thinking. You can't think about awareness. Awareness has no status. But you can approach it that way. You can sit down, hold still, get to know yourself, get to know. It's not like, hey, how are you? <laughs> That's a unilog time. No, you actually begin to look at that deep area of your mind stream that is nameless. They're shapeless. There's not constrained by time and space, not even the concepts of time and space. It has no restrictions. And you're not separate from that. Don't believe it. Don't believe me. As I said, that's not particularly respectful. So as you know, I work in a couple of different areas besides teaching meditation. I also teach something that I've been working on since uh, I went to art school, the Art Institute of Chicago in 63. And that's opening the eye mind, the idea of, of not just uh, doing sitting meditation uh, and training the awareness, but actually focusing in on one particularly really powerful sense consciousnesses, which is vision and train in that area. So strengthen the awareness aspect of vision, not just the aspect of vision that is immediately followed up by concepts about it, what you're looking at it, whether it's a good thing, whether it's a bad thing, constant commentary on what you see. How do you break into that? Because you can't help but look at something and know what it is. But how do you break into that lockbox based on what? Control. We want control. The ego, I'm not saying you have this brilliant, shiny, uh, voluptuous ego that everybody's uh, pointing at and saying, you're just so full of yourself. No, it can be very, it can be a very soft personality that everybody thinks this or that. And yet your mind is, 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 uh, is determined to hang on to some kind of security for its identity. And why does it do that? Because it deeply knows that it's unreal and not established. So we continue to try to establish by naming, choosing, evaluating, concluding, analyzing, on and on and on and on, on. Gives us the feeling of power. But you could see what it, you could see what it's like to just look without knowing. So uh, when you do that, you start to see 
you start to see things like the experience of seeing, receiving a color without knowing what it is. Seeing a shape without even knowing that it is square. Just the visual experience. That's possible to do. It's probably possible to do in all of the senses. But you might have to be more than just a, a cook or a food eater to know how to do that. It might take a lot of work. It might take a whole life. You might not be able to do it. You're all meditators, I presume. Look at something without knowing what it is. Just, uh, you could even say, just turn off the knowing part of the mind and just receive. The eyes don't know anything. The, vi the visual consciousness doesn't know anything. It has no information stored. Who's doing all that storage? What's doing all that storage? What is being stored? Chisho, do you know? Okay, so Chisho, because he's been studying this, as everybody else has, studying the way Buddhism breaks this down into parts so we can get some kind of idea of how the consciousness is working. Because right now, my consciousness is going in countless directions, and so is yours. Excuse me. As you train your mind, you will begin to be more and more aware of the way that the consciousness elaborates itself without the constrictions of the imagined self or Arikalpata, the imaginary nature, the imagined being who's threatened, the imagined being who can get ahead, the imagined being who can finally understand everything, and the imagined be being who is a total failure can't understand anything and all the nuances. I could go on and on, but I should take some questions. Please, we have them. A question from Semi in Portland. Is awareness the same as consciousness? So consciousness is difficult to find words that really cover everything. So consciousness, uh, the way I use it, and I'm not saying this is this is the only only way or the other ways of saying this aren't more uh, uh, helpful or supportive or constructive even. But I would say that consciousness is, is the conscious, the awareness that is not particularly directed consciousness. The consciousness is happening in your stomach to digest your food. The consciousness that is changing your body temperature to suit to uh, um, suit various conditions that are changing uh, out in the so-called outside world. So there's all kinds of consciousnesses happening and occurring. Amazing, just just uh, uh, your, um, um, what is the nerve down the center? Vagus. The vagus nerve, it knows a lot more than you do. And when I say knows, it, it's, it's, a, it's a, a knowing receiver of uh, all kinds of uh, understandings that are coming from every direction, not just this life in this room, what somebody's doing, what's happening uh, down the hallway, but from the 13th century, I'm not kidding you. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not trying to get you to believe that. Please don't believe it. Be, be suspect of that. Say, ah, what, what is that? Or don't even say that. Find out for yourself so you know. I don't need your agreement to say what I'm saying. I don't need your appreciation. I fundamentally don't need much at all. Go ahead, Sokaran. So Grand Owing used the word a true life path. What is a true life path, Bowing? A true life path is where is where you just just descriptively is one where you're not missing your life. You're not missing your karma. The karma that arises as you uh, is is uh, contingent upon every single pushing and pulling and 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 the static quality of objects and that are arising in awareness called your life events to be blunt about it your own particular novella don't enter, don't argue with anything i don't deserve this yes you do it isn't that you deserve it there isn't anyone so of course you don't deserve it but you have it coming in terms of your body mind complex needs to receive what's happening, what's ha what shows up, who comes around the corner, is it totally perfect? I'm not saying they don't have a club and they're gonna take your life or your money or whatever, but you need to meet it where it's at. Meet it where it's at. This doesn't mean you don't have some say so. I'm not gonna go walk down that, that dark alley. It doesn't mean that you have to go out and 
go the other way and try to get some kind of ego sustenance from being artificially brave or you're going to do this. Although this happens all the time and the, and the, and the powers that be take advantage of that. That's how my father got killed in uh, March 16th, 1945 in Germany. He went to a war that he wasn't able to get out of. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to go. He knew. That's what he told my mother. I'm not, I can't come back. If I go, I won't, I won't live through it. I'm not coming back. Not that there were a lot of people that thought that. Well, he didn't. He died at 26. So would it have been, would have he, would he have been more living, more uh, meeting his life where it was at not to go? No, he did exactly what he needed to do, or as I know. You said, um, turn off the knowing part of your mind and just, when you just look at something, how do we do that? I, I just said, can you do that? As someone who's a meditator, uh, slowly does that without even choosing it. They just start to receive there because they've been receiving and receiving training your mind, sit down, hold still. I have people telling me this, telling me that all day long, some of them more intensely than others. And what do I do? I receive all of it. I love it. I don't care what they say. Content is not as not important, but it's pretty important to the people who are shoveling it at you. So meet everyone where they're at. That's how you do it. Training your own, every mind, every thought that comes up in your mind, even if it's one of murdering someone, which is likely to happen. If you realize your true nature, everything is available. Every consciousness, every life you've ever lived. It's not that you remember the lifetime. You just, you see dependent origination. You know you've always been everybody. This is not a thought. This is just, you just see it. It's like, you see it. So if you see it and you see that other people don't see it, you think, Interesting. But you can see that too. You just have to persist, keep going, keep practicing. There's more than just this lifetime. You may die and it may be three lifetimes for, from now. You said earlier that awareness needs to lead our life. How, yeah. how would that make our lives different? Well, you, you, you don't have to have to make our life different because you don't have any way of comparing it. You can't live for a little while and then come back and then relive that. And although people try to do that. So I'm just saying when I say lead with your awareness, uh, lead with the unknowing. I'm not saying you go out and jump off a cliff to see how that feels. I'm just saying lead, uh, uh, just notice that you can actually be with whatever is arising, that everything is arising, even the difficult things. There's a quality of presence that, that can arise in you if you spend time. And I'm not saying you can't do this without it, but I have not seen it. Sit down, hold still, and just be a receiver. Just train yourself, recondition yourself, because we're living out of conditioning all the time, to just receive, receive what this is, receive. Because you have no idea. You have no idea what this is fundamentally until you realize it. Up until that time, it's all descriptions. Chishou. Um This awareness training takes so much of time and effort. Is it even possible to make this education available to, say, like a kid at Uvalde, uh, other children? Yeah, uh, good question. Who are troubled? Is it possible yeah. to? I, I, How is it well, first of all, let me say it this way, and this is not to dismiss anything you're saying. It's a very important question. Thank you for that. But we're not separate from anybody. We're not separate from Uvalde. Heartbreaking. And not in this talk, I'm not just talking about the emotional, you know, concern and how all that evokes around the emotional area of feeling so sad and sorry. And even some of us even feel sorry for the 18-year-old who was so distressed and so tortured uh, by his own uh, weakness that in order to cover up that weakness, he had to find people who were weak and kill them. And of course, eight-year-olds are very weak. So that was his way of doing it. And then he had to start that out by shooting his mother so he could make some, because he knew that if he got in there, he might back out. And so in order to really do that, he had to do something that was irreversible. Shooting your grandmother would be pretty irreversible. That allowed him to go further and, and develop that intense arrogance and that intense hatred 
so that he could go and carry that out. But coming back to your question, the awareness part of it, that that's that's already occurring. That's already happening. We have to go back rather than try to jump on that and find out who's to blame and change that and, uh, you know, weld all the all the receivers shut on all the weapons secretly in the night, you know, so nobody can shoot anything, you know. Not that we shouldn't do something about what has already happened, the the weapons and with rules and regulations. Yes, that of course that should be done. Whether it will be, I don't know. There's so much argument going on with it. But what I am talking about is let's let's start with the people who are who are not even here yet. Let's find a way that when somebody is born, they come into a world, and it might be this little silly town of Battle Creek, Michigan which I've tried to leave and can't. I was like, this is a magnet brings me back here. And it has for years. You know, why wouldn't they do this in Kalamazoo, much more interesting town? Tried to do that, didn't work. Why wouldn't they do this in Grand Rapids? Where that's not even working there. Well, maybe a little bit. Thanks to you people who live in Grand Rapids. <laughs> but it's it's like, this is a, this is a, where we need to start doing this. And to come back to your question again, it's about creating a, a realm, a, an environment, so somebody, uh, I would use my own person uh, as a, my own, myself as an example. When I was 18, in 1959, I walked out of a high school that's three blocks away, and what were my options? I'm being raised by a, I have a father who was killed in World War II, and I'm being raised by someone who is uh, extremely <laughs> difficult father and uh in a society that is totally uh you'd have to be there <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> the the bigotry and pet prejudice and intense insanity that would just was in uh, in the 1950s which was even somewhat uh, you know even a Eight, eight, nine, ten-year-old could register at some of that. This is, just doesn't make sense the way people are talking and acting. But I, what did I have? I, I wanted to do something. I knew that I was really crazy, was really a danger to myself and others for sure. And I, <clears throat> I think I would like to. I would have liked to have had the option to walk into a monastery where people have been training their minds in basic. Sanity. This is words of Trungpa Rinpoche. He's a Tibetan Lama, of course, using words like basic sanity. Just basically, no more war forever with anything. No, no more. We don't need that. We can do what I say, CCC, communicate, cooperate, collaborate. And the first C has to be a, has to be a powerful listening quality, receiving quality to that. And that will not happen. Uh, without some kind of really strong mind training, maybe up to and even maybe including being uh, a monk, but not necessarily. You can just understand this vision and work at it from wherever you're at. So I was asking earlier for help. We can't, this isn't ancient India or Japan or China. We're right here and this is a hybrid. This is the order of immediate light. I have a Tibetan teacher and a Zen master. And and I'm doing what I see needs to be done in this little town with this. And as I said before, I need your help. So, I, so one more. So if I could have walked out of the out of the high school, would I have come over here? Maybe I don't know. Uh, there were other causes and conditions would have had to have been uh, a particular way. And you know, we can't just kind of speculation only go so far, just kind of a, well, maybe so. But right now we can actually do that. We can actually set up something where we can begin. If some uh, young person comes in here who's uh, 17, 18 years old, comes over here to Karma House and meets uh, maybe Senshu or Kelly or Ondo, who are the three therapists here on a level that's not particularly particularly about Buddhism or some kind of religious thing or spiritual path, maybe we can begin to work with training someone's mind right away rather than wait till it's totally a mess and then try to to come in and uh, and patch it up. Chishou. I thought that your answer you're going to, instead of training the children, focus on parents of young children. But if, if, you can, if you can get in the door, 
I mean, if you can do that, but it has to be receiving. They ha- they have to bring their interest. And if there's some way, I need help. I, I not only need money so that we can buy this house down here and pay off the rest of this and buy up the rest of the neighborhood so that people who come here have a place to live. So that, this is a small community. But it, there are probably countless numbers of people who would resonate with this way of training and this way of teaching. They don't have to become Buddhist. Anybody who's been here knows that you can practice here for the rest of your life and never receive any vows at all. That's up to you. I respect your confusion and your clarity. And as I see them, those are not two different things. You may differentiate. I don't. Thank you. Yes, sir. How can we help support um, awareness education if we're not the ones personally interfacing with people? Train your mind so that when you do interact in that area, you're as clear as possible about your own neurosis, your own uh, situation. You're no longer trying to change yourself into some kind of a saint. You're genuine. You're who you are. Your feet are on the ground. Your voice is in the air if it even erupts. Very, very simple. There's no one home. There's no one there. There's no solid identity anywhere. This is what you're here to find out, to find out the nature of identity, that it is unreal. And that way, when you do interact with an educator, which I've been talking to people, I know I've said it to since you six or eight times, maybe. Go over there and get to know the, is she there somewhere? Remember, sent you go over and meet those counselors at the high school, talk to them. And, uh, you know, unless you find a counselor that is, will talk to you, uh, someone who's interested and will talk, uh, you're probably not going to get very far. It's like uh, Michelle, who's here, Michelle Reed is connected with the college. And so we, we just met. And so we're going to work with that situation. I would like to go down there and teach or have uh, any of the monks could go down there. Uh, any of the, the practitioners who have been here for a while could go and, and teach meditation on a simple level. I think we're going to begin to do that over in Olivet College here pretty pretty soon. That's coming up. So those can, things are kind of happen, kind of happening, but it takes a while. Juzan has a really bad memory. Oh, no, wait a minute. Here's that, that here. Go ahead. You can ask your question. What are you pointing at with the word education? What does that mean? I'm just using the conventional idea of of training in any kind of education. I'm, so what I'm trying to say, uh, what I'm intending to say, I don't know how successful I am, is that we need to meet each person where they're at, each each five-year-old or 10 or 18-year-old, you need to meet them where they're at and train to that individual, train with that, use that own, that person's uh, way of understanding. Like I, the story I often tell is, well, I'm, I was very interested in mathematics when I was young really young. I was really excited about it. But I also noticed that I couldn't, I couldn't, it didn't do so well in it, but then it stopped my interest. And finally, I just shut down because I, I could not be helped where I was at, because I didn't have the speed. I could get it eventually, but I, I didn't have the speed uh, to catch on quick. So when, when someone would explain something, I was very slow trying to understand that, because I think in pictures, not words or concepts. Just a visual. Any any of you that are visual, I uh, see. There's, I know there's a few people. I know Mayun is uh, visual. I, I, there's no way to describe that. More. I think you said something about confidence or having people relate to what's showing up with confidence. Those are my words. But how is that different from like a megalomania? Because the confidence arises out of. The situation, not out of some kind of uh, congratulation or winning or living up to a standard and then being acknowledged for how good you lived up. People do this in families all the time. They're, they they misunderstand uh, the support. They think it's about lifting up somebody's ego. And it's not. That's very disrespectful to do that to someone. Compliment once. If you do it more than that, then you're trying to control somebody. Disagree with me. Go ahead. I'm here. But let me know where you're coming from when you disagree or when you see things differently. Go ahead. You want to disagree? No, I have a question. Okay. How, how does um, the education system not benefit the people who are successful in it? Well, it does. 
It does, but it does it relatively. There's no, there's no mind training. There's nothing beyond the quality of uh, grasping, rejecting. Many of us uh, have a um, grandson who is, who is 18 and is, has a full, a full scholarship to University of Michigan in uh, computer science. Yeah, full. I mean, that, that's pretty rare. So he must be pretty smart. So in the sense that he understands what he's taught, he understands the form for the, the whatever the algorithms and, the, uh, and understands calculus in such a way that it was very, uh, I had a good uh, talk with him a few days ago and I asked him to define calculus. It was an astonishing lecture I got from an <laughs> And I was able to receive every bit of that. Did I understand it? No, but it was, uh, I could see how he, our connection got stronger when I met him where he was at, just like uh, if someone say had met had met uh, the eighteen year old who was the uh, the killer uh, had had someone who met met him where he was at or he's allowed to do that someone who was, whose mind was uh, had some training they might not be enlightened but they would at least have a basic understanding like everyone in here does anyone in here could have met that person, if they'd been there, could have met them because of their mind training, I think, instead of their judgment or their speculation or their control, could have met him and interfaced with him, interacted with him, maybe not to to get him to suddenly be sane, but at least to show him there's other ways to work with that fear uh, than covering it up with uh, murder. Isaac Bowen? Yes, Isaac. Isaac, are you the same? <laughs> What's that? Have you aged any since I talked to you? <laughs> yeah, a couple of years. Okay. <laughs> Isaac Bowling, um, you talked about seeing the car without knowing what it is. How do I see that in more than just glimpses, Bowling? So there's strategies for that. One of the things I think you have a lot you can have a lot of fun with is to is to go and see that there are things that you don't know that you they have a obvious function but you don't know what they are especially something that was generated in the in the 1840s to open cans you follow me some kind of machinery or something this is kind of a silly example but also you can take that same situation and move it into the future there are going to be things showing up in the future that you won't know what they are like if you took uh, uh if you took uh, uh the car we drive in here the uh, an old what 10 year old 12 year old prius if you took that back to um, the 13th century, it would show up like what? what a piece of sculpture? I mean, it's, we'd have no idea what it was. You follow me? So it's that kind of moving the conceptual mind. You might find a way of experimenting with that yourself. However, after I've said that, if you have a f further question that can take me further into it, I'm happy to do Isaac Bowing, it seems like those glimpses I get are manufactured by thoughts. Is there a way to see that without thinking? Don't don't have to do it. Thinking, you can't you can't uh, you can't think about. Even though I think Dogen suggested to you think about not thinking or some one of those really famous smart people in ancient times think about not thinking. So you the the, the nature of thoughts is uh, you can't think about it because if you do, then you're thinking. But if you just receive, if it's just a receiver. Then the, the, the reference points that we have as thoughts or ideas or conceptions or descriptions, they'll start to fall away and are starting to leave us with, you know, it's like even the, the skin disappears, the body disappears, the bones disappear, the sinew disappears, everything starts to disappear. And when what we start to head for looks like, I'm saying it this way, looks like nothing. Don't stop continue to look at the construction so you can see the what the foundation is. The foundation has no status as something. It's not because if it has a status and it can be destruct, deconstructed too. This is somewhat what I think they're talking about in uh, these extreme physical sciences of where they're talking about the nature of particles. Excuse me. So just continue. You're, the scientist is stopped because they're looking for evidence. You're not stopped because you're, what are you looking for? You're not looking for anything. You're looking at it. If you're listening to these instructions, just observe. Sit down, face the wall, and just look at it. I have nothing to sell. Isaac Bowing, so glimpses are enough, Bowing? No, that's a con conclusion about glimpses. 
when the glimpses are are are, uh, are just glimpses, then then you, you wouldn't have to say they're enough. You wouldn't care about about uh, quantity or enough. You, you wouldn't be concerned about that's a, a very subtle form of materialism. Is that enough? That's why we're trapped in samsara. I see you're laughing there, so I noticed that you must think that something's funny. A question from Liam and Marquette. Liam. <clears throat> what is the best way to engage in awareness education practice while at work in customer service? Uh, the way I'm understanding the question, uh, will, will, the way I respond will show you how I'm understanding the question. And I might be missing what you're asking me about, but I would say if you're standing in front of somebody, which is customer service, or if you're on the phone, uh, if you're in a physical presence, watch, watch the hand, like you watch my hand gesture, watch those. Don't leave them for what they mean, but just bring your, uh, your physical uh, vision into whatever is happening because the words are moving. I, I don't like this. I need to have this fixed. I need to return this item. I'm not sure what you're talking about as far as the specificity of customer service. Or if it's on the on the phone, listen to the tone of voice and listen to the, any breaks between the words. Look at the the underlayment, the understructure of the language itself. Go to the language and the, the way in which it is formed so that you can see that the, what is on the surface is all the feelings, emotions, and all that, but that needs a conveyance. So look at the structure of it and don't look for results. You're in customer service, serve, receive everything, give, give everything your attention, everything you can find, anything that is showing up as that person, the tone of their voice, the, the voice going up in tone, the voice going down. And when you respond, uh, just respond to their questions. Don't elaborate to try to make sure they're okay. Or don't elaborate just so that you feel like you're doing your job. See how much, how much of a credential you're trying to get from this job. If you're trying to get a credential, you're not giving enough. And what aren't you giving? Attention, serve. You won't, you won't get rewards. You're getting rewards, you might not be serving. They might just like your, your manner, your tone of voice and give you five stars. Maybe that's all you want, I don't know. Probably not if you're listening to this. A question from Navid in Iran. Navid. Do you use internal visualization when talking about something? No, it uses me. <laughs> I'm flooded with images of everything all the time, constantly. And it's not a special kind of thing where, gee, if you only could see what I can see kind of thing. No, I'm, we're all seeing similar stuff. Yours is going to be different, different structure, different arrangement. Each person is, is different depending on the causes and conditions. Karma, a dependent origination that shows up as the particular oddity that is your particular personality. Have you ever noticed how odd you are? <laughs> Not just you, Naveed. That's supposed to be there. That is that. That is you. You don't have to be someone else. You get to be who this doesn't mean you have to accept anything. I never use that word. If I ever use that word, come and collect five bucks if I have. <laughs> I don't use it because it's just it's it's a it's a control word. It's about it's about trying to get control of somebody that's something somebody that is unreal. There is no solid being here. There's no solid being. Looks like it, doesn't it? Looks here and when I die you'll think the solid being died. No, you can't kill me. You used to be able to kill me, but not anymore. There's no solid personality here. There's just uh, there's just Buddha nature, and I'm not the Buddha, but I'm not separate from Buddha nature. Nor are you. I'm not special. You're not special. Find out so you know. So you're totally confident. So nobody can come and tell you anything. I mean, not that they would. <clears throat> that don't don't be thinking you're the Buddha. Yuhong Baoying. Glad you. I'm sorry, I have a question about early education. I know that you mentioned a couple of times. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to your apology. I want to hear that again. <laughs> go ahead, apologize to me. Okay. But say it in, say it in Mandarin. Yihongbaoyi, <laughs> dibuqi. Dibuqi? Mm-hmm. That's, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so. Kuchi. <laughs> so, um. um <laughs> 
I'm a little bit emotional talk about early education because of my children's age. Yes. So compared to adults, I feel I feel more、uh, terrible for them because they are not able to be themselves and speak up. Especially at the school, most of the time they're at school. Even though both of my children、um, attended Montessori and play-based learning、uh, structured education system, I saw the big struggle and、um, adjustment when they go to regular school. So my question is: besides sit on the cushion, I don't know what else I can do. If I have a question, I will ask you how I can. How I can help them fit in? Sorry, I don't know. Keep going. Don't give up. Keep going. Train your mind, and just relate relate to them as directly as you can. I can tell you this,、uh, insofar as it may or may not help you. <clears throat> there's nothing to fix. There's nothing to fix. Nothing is wrong. What's happening needs to occur exactly as it's happening. Don't miss your life. As difficult as it may be, who they are, who you are, is not threatened. I mean, of course, everything is threatened.、Uh, we, the world might blow up. That's a possibility. A lot of、uh, crazy people. But what you're doing is perfect. You, you can't, you can't, you can't improve on this. So I wouldn't be too concerned with that. And I'm not sure that you're going to listen to my words. Don't be too concerned because of your emotional dynamic is intense. So I'm not saying get rid of your emotions and don't feel that way. Receive the emotions that are rising. Just don't abandon the emotions for something to do about it. Of what should I do? What should I do? No, stay with the emotion. Let it hurt. I know it hurts. It's painful. Get to the wall as much as you can and、uh, and receive from your children a lot. Both of them. I've met both of them. They're and they're quite big producers of everything. They're producing this and that, especially Ellie. If Ellie could run your life, she would. <laughs> and and you can receive that, but you don't have to let it、uh, take you over. You can you can、uh, there can be a, a form to it, a structure where you do that for a while, and then you don't. It just stops. No explanation. Don't explain. Let the let them give them a chance to see what this is, rather than lay explanations and try to teach them. So don't instruct. When I say they don't instruct, I'm not saying you don't say, you don't tell them、uh, how to maybe hang up a towel in the bathroom or pick up your clothes. Yes, of course you're going to do that, but I would be quite tentative about、um, about interact. I would receive receive as much as you can from them, and then your own awareness practice and their you could say awareness or lack of awareness or their、uh, their innocence because they're so young. Uh, and the structure that they're they're living in, their their mind stream is、uh, completely flooded with pushing and pulling and up and down and back and forth, as 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 the rest of our mind streams. Except we have a way of working with it. They don't yet. Do they ever sit with you? You can buy. No, I never promote. Yeah, good. I promote to my students because、okay. I teach. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's all right. It's up to you. But fundamentally, when it comes to teaching meditation to anyone, less is better. As I've said, make them drag it out of you. If they know you meditate, then let them draw that out. That way, they get from you actually what they're willing to receive, rather than because if you try to teach to it, the preconceptions about meditation or mind training or Buddhism or spiritual path are so intense that they just look like the truth. Well, that can't be truth. Well, they're worshiping golden idols or Whatever it may may be, or mind training is you're gonna you're gonna turn yourself into a vegetable sitting there that long. So just、uh, just go slow, and I'll say again, there's nothing to fix. From what I can see, and I see fairly well, you're not doing anything wrong. Nothing to fix. Thank you, Bali. Thank you. Kian Bali. Kian. Um, conventional education rewards what we know. Yeah. How does that shut down the awareness?、Um, Because we we get rewarded, and you just said it. We know this. We know that. We pass this test, that test, and we all investigation ceases and and gets、uh, drawn into the structure we call conventional knowledge. Now that conventional knowledge still might might be biology, 
but it's conventional knowledge and it's relatively correct. That's why it's so difficult. It's relatively, it's correct, but this is a spiritual path and we are spiritual beings. You, you may not know that until you actually die and realize that your body went away and starts to, but you don't go anywhere. And that, I literally am telling you that you don't go anywhere. Do I have proof? I don't need proof. You may need it. I don't. Why? I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it all the time. More? Thank you. I didn't even answer your question. Do you think I answered your question? Yes or no? Okay, we're good. Further questions? <laughs> I apologize, Milka. Chazan's laughing. <laughs> Maria's laughing. Kevin bowing. Kevin's laughing. <clears throat> Kevin bowing. I'm bowing too. Good. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, you mentioned before the way that. <clears throat> your projects in Kalamazoo, for example, didn't really take. When we have projects in our own lives, whether they're around our education or creative practice, getting to getting forward, when, by what metric do we know to throw in the towel? Don't throw the towel and don't use metrics. You don't need, you, you really, uh, that's a great question. Thank you so much for that. But, but that's what we're, we're hooked on, evaluating, judging, and clamping down and opening up. Don't realize that, just to use our example, going to Kalamazoo and going through that, looking, looking at this building and looking at the, all the features of the building, all of that is dependently risen. There's no success story anywhere or anything, even for the spiritual path. It's more like everything fails. You know, look at what Shambhala is foundering around because of a, because of a, because of a. So you don't you don't have to use metrics, just like with the uh, what you've been to, you know, the, the book you're writing on. We you know it's interesting to see uh, how many how many people are buying your book or something. So, but but it's 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 about writing the book. It's about it's about receive receive receive. You did a lot of receiving. Any of you have read Kevin's book, and it's not a plug for his books, although it's a very good book. Uh, it's a uh, you can see how much receiving has to come in for that to come so that you can actually produce something like the, the, the talks that I give. This comes from a lot of receiving. I'm not studying the Dharma uh, in, a, uh, in a conventional way, like reading things to see what I'm going to talk about. No, it's worse than that. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Ask Unio. All the way in, I don't know what to talk about. Isn't that true? What should I talk about? I don't know. Well, what do you think I should talk about? I don't know. What do you think? How many titles did I go through before I came up with this? Several? Well, you did pick my title. I didn't use your title. <laughs> yeah. Well, your, your title sucked. <laughs> <laughs> my title sucks. Uh, there, there's no real good uh, title for, for what it is I'm, I'm endeavoring to say. Is there a final question? Wulong, don't you have a final question? Eh. Or are you drawing all of your questions these days? No. There's a, oh, there's a, a person whose eye mind opened recently. Wide. Yes, sir. So when you say there's nothing to correct, um, but like with awareness education, it seems like there's a little bit of correction or an adjustment based off of how things look. Um, I don't have a clear question around it, but is that is that a correction? Not necessarily. If you're really aware, then you're going to see the things that will show up that some kind of differentiation is, is happening there. You're going to say, this isn't here yet, but it looks I can see something moving out of the shadows this direction, which I think is really important and you don't grab it and drag it out. You have patience, you watch something, you are kind, respectful to the, to the, the cloudiness of something and to the confusion of something. 
And you can, can't do that unless you be, begin to respect this and are kind to yourself, to your own mind stream, which in some uh, situations is terribly difficult to deal with our own thought patterns and our emotions and so on. So you, you allow that to, to move forward uh, into the awareness rather than cover it up as society does and the Western world does, maybe parts of the Asia and everywhere else. It's, a lot of it is uh, not just culture alone, but also individuals cover up with standards and right and wrong. This shouldn't happen. They shouldn't be doing this. They shouldn't be. It's not that that isn't relatively correct, but they do it with such force and such, you know, not, not even up for discussion that it, it just tends to create more uh, tragedies and warfare and misery and more what the Buddha pointed at. Life is suffering and most of the suffering that is here, people are covering up with some damn thing. Their ideas, their opinions, their judgments, their beliefs. Beliefs can cover up a lot of suffering. Well, actually allow you to believe something your whole life. Uh, and then when you die, you, you see that all you have is what you believed in. Nothing more, nothing less. You follow that? All you have is what you believed in. You actually took relative truth into into the intermediate state with you. And now you're in the intermediate state with your beliefs instead of reality, which is a completely open dimension, unending. Michael Bowing. Yes, sir. Is part of the suffering our attachment to it? Yes. Our attachment to our emotions? Yes. And our attachment to the attachment. Don't try to detach. Don't try to push anything away. Just look at the attachment. If you just uh, just observe the attachment, uh, just look at it. This is wisdom. Don't push it down. Don't fluff it up. And don't turn away from it. Thank you. Yes, sir. Is there a final question? Kevin Bowing. What's Kevin? To, to go back to what I what we were discussing or what you were addressing. So not using metrics, does that is it a bit akin to the Trungpa saying don't give up on anything or anyone? Bowing? That would be that would be his his uh um I, my, I say the same thing to that he says. He was he was my uh he was my teacher, my guru. And yes, without him, this this old man would not be here. Not wouldn't even be alive, let alone functioning as a as a, a teacher. Yes, don't give up. Stop, and then don't stop. And then stop, and then don't stop. Do that. Do that. Stop. And then because you stop, and then don't stop. So return, 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 return to the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha. Return to the teacher. Return to your own mind stream. Return to it and look at it. Look at it. Look at what this is yourself. You see it. You, you can't see what the, the Buddha saw. You can only see what you see, and then you'll realize that what you're seeing is not separate from anything, including uh, Buddha nature. That's not a conclusion. It's the lack of conclusions. That's why it's so astonishing. And that's why you have just, you've just airlifted away from relative truth without changing anything. Nothing happens. Nothing changes. Good luck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good luck. And help us. Help me. If, you, if this makes sense to you, if you want these talks to continue, help me. Because uh, things are coming apart fast. You know it. I know it. Help me. Help us. Go to the donate page or whatever you want to do. Get a wheelbarrow. Load it up with your stuff and come here. <laughs> but... We have a house to buy. Yeah, we have a house to buy. Several houses. Kevin Bowing is a wheelbarrow where I take all of Wulong's stuff and bring it to you. Bowing. Yeah, especially bring her, her drawings. Uh, and, uh, you should share some of those, uh, Wulong. Those are wonderful drawings that she's been producing lately. All due to my training, of course. <laughs> long bowing. I actually have a question. When what? you when you suggested this a few months ago, did you know that it would open something? I don't know anything. <laughs>
but it sure did. Well, you've been studying uh, this uh, iMind and practicing it for a long time. And that's what happened. To, I don't know if Eric is here today, Eric Blogsfeld. He also had that. I actually watched his drawings go from not very okay. There were some nice drawings, interesting. And all of a sudden, it just the whole thing just flipped. And his drawings went from being about the object that was being drawn to the, the under the understructure, the thing that holds up that image. Powerful. He didn't become Picasso, and you have not become uh, what's that other? Uh, what is her name? Artemisia Gentilici. You're not far away. You just have to be reborn in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Dedication of merit, and then, then in about half an hour, 20 minutes, we will do the Jukai ceremony for, uh, what was her name? Uh, I, don't know, I can't remember. She's right there next to Shazan and her, oh, it's Maria, that's right. If you benefit from these teachings, then go to the donate page when this is over with. Help us. Nothing's being charged, but help us. Help us. We need help. If you want me to continue to, to do this, however much longer I have left, help us. And if you don't help us, I won't blame you. But help, help us. Help us. Consider it. Consider that. Go to the donate page and, and thank you in advance.